Welcome to the Genuine Girl Podcast. I'm Meredith, a 22-year-old recent college graduate who's trying to navigate the post-grad world, successfully adult, and share my authentic experiences with you so that you feel less alone in your struggles while becoming more empowered to be yourself. Hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast. Today's episode might be a little short and sweet, but I hope it's still valuable for you. I realized that I had not made an episode devoted solely to transitional periods, change, how to navigate it all, because to be honest with you, I have no idea. I'm going through it myself right now, and I know I've talked about it here and there a lot on various episodes, but I've never really done an entire episode devoted to kind of my experience so far navigating this transition from college to working full-time and just kind of what reflection I've done and what tips I could offer to anyone who's also going through a big period of transition or will be soon because I know I have a lot of people listening who just graduated college but I also have an audience who is still in high school or who is working and maybe changing jobs and going through that kind of transition. So whatever it may be for you, I hope this episode can resonate and hopefully leave you feeling better than when you came because that's really the point of the whole podcast. So with that in mind, before I get into it, I'll just give a quick life update, a quick genuine gem of the week as I've been doing recently. And honestly, I'm saying quick because I do not have much to report. I feel like my life updates are the same every single week, but next week is hopefully going to be different because this week is the last week of my studying before I take my final exam to get licensed and basically be able to do my job. I've been going through this licensing process for the past month, uh, maybe month and a half or so. Like Basically, right when I started working, I started studying. So I take my last test on Tuesday, so just a couple days from now when I am recording this, and I'm so excited to hopefully be done, fingers crossed I pass, and then I'll actually get into training for my actual job, which is crazy and exciting, and I also feel like everyone else around me has already been working for like months and months since graduating college and I'm over here just still doing some studying, taking some tests, but that's just how my job works. I am technically working. It's just looking a little bit different. And also, I don't want to compare myself to other people because we're all on our own paths. So (laughs) that is basically, that's my life. And I will say that I am doing better since it is getting closer to the end. I'm I'm in pretty positive spirits. This past week was a total self-study week, so we didn't have a course that we were in. We didn't really have a lot of guidance, which is fine with me because I have studied enough in my life to kind of know the general stuff to do to study effectively. So I kind of enjoyed having a little more freedom this week just to kind of study how I wanted to, when I wanted to. I mean, I still studied a lot, don't get me wrong, but it was a nice little break and I was also able to really get on more of a defined workout schedule, which I'm super excited about. I think I've talked about this a lot in previous episodes, but just trying to live a healthy lifestyle while working a full-time job 
it can be tough. I'm already finding out. So I have been really playing around with a lot of different workout structures, times of day, all that kind of stuff. And I'm finding that doing it after work is probably my best bet right now. I just feel like after sitting all day and a lot of times being in my apartment, it's kind of nice to get out, get some movement in. It just ends up feeling really nice afterwards, even if I'm not really in the mood uh, before I go to a class or go to the gym. It's really nice to get it done then. I, I really did try to be that morning workout girly because I do wake up really early. I'm a early bird for sure, but for some reason, working out that early... <laughs> It just, it doesn't go well. And I end up starting my day feeling a little more stressed and on edge. So if you haven't listened to my morning routine episode that I did a couple weeks back, you should go listen to that because that'll tell you exactly what I have been doing with my mornings. But working out is not it. So I'm excited that I kind of got on more of a schedule. I am thinking I'm like 90% sure I'm going to start my yoga membership back up. I used to go to Core Power Yoga all the time, got my certification to teach there and all this stuff. And then I kind of took a break for a while, mostly, well, partly due to COVID, partly because I was honestly a little burnt out from yoga, but I'm... I'm ready to get back into it. So I'm going to start practicing more consistently, doing a variety of classes. I just know it's so good for me. My body and my mental health, honestly, greatly improves when I do yoga. So I'm doing that a few days a week uh, is what I'm thinking. And I'm also going to the gym, doing some strength workouts, a little bit of cardio when I can. I mean, who really wants to do cardio? I don't know, but I'm trying to incorporate it because I know it's healthy. And yes, I am still learning golf as well. So I'm just kind of one of those people who wants to do everything, which is kind of impossible and not really good when it comes to working out because I can easily get (laughs) overworked and burnt out and go crazy. But I figured, you know what, if I can, if I can try to balance it all, if I can try to do a little bit of everything, maybe I won't be doing all of this stuff a ton during the week, but if I can kind of do a little bit of something different every day, that might keep things exciting for me and keep me motivated to at least get active. And at the end of the day, that's what's most important, right? So that's kind of where I'm at with that whole thing. And yeah, I think that was pretty much my week last week. I would do my morning routine, go to work, study, come home, work out. And then honestly, I would be so tired. I just wouldn't really have the energy to do much else. (laughs) So, you know, I would cook a little bit, but that is something I'm wanting to get more into again. Cause I used to be cooking a ton. I used to be like a big meal prep gal and I just haven't meal prepped in a while. So, you know, there's always something, right? I think I tend to hold myself to very high standards. And when I really think about it, it's like, geez, Meredith, if you were able to do everything that you ask of yourself, you would really be like superwoman because it's just not really humanly possible. (laughs) You know, when I really sit down and think about it, I'm like, why does my brain somehow think doing absolutely all of this stuff is possible? It's, it's not there. Something always has to give. And I used to get really hard on myself for that. I still do sometimes, but I'm slowly realizing, you know what? 
that's not a bad thing if something has to give. It just means you have different priorities at a different time in your life and it's okay. You'll get back to whatever that other thing is someday, but for right now, you might have to let something slide and and you got to give yourself grace for that. But that actually leads me pretty well into the topic of today's episode. So I, I kind of just want to skip the gym, genuine gem segment and get right into it because now I'm on a roll and I cannot stop when I'm on a roll. So I might come back to genuine gem later in the episode, but you basically know what's going on in my life. So it's all good. <laughs> Let's get into the topic though, because I, I just, I have so many thoughts about this, but I've really tried to condense it into a few main points. Let's hope I can stick to them. I, I'm really going to try not to ramble. Okay, so in case you somehow do not know, I have been going through a transitional period for about the past five months. I graduated college and I moved states. I am living in an apartment by myself with a cat now and I started a job a couple months ago and I'm just adulting and it's crazy and scary and a lot of emotions. And I know that a lot of people are with me. A lot of people just graduated in May, like myself, and are also going through this transitional period. Now, you might be wondering, Meredith, why why did you wait until October to make an episode devoted to this period of change when the change happened in May? And that really leads me into the first thing I want to say about navigating these transitional periods like the one I'm going through. First of all, if you are asking that question about why I've waited so long to make this episode, my answer is largely because it has taken me this long to properly reflect on my experience, on my college journey, on my life basically leading up to this point, and I'm just now starting to feel kind of comfortable enough to talk about my full experience and just how I'm navigating the changes. I mean, if I had tried to record this in May right when I graduated, honestly, I would be all over the place, and I'm still all over the place, but but you do not want to see Meredith, who is really all over the place, because that's a that's a different kind of Meredith, and uh, it's it's not good. It would make for a chaotic podcast episode <laughs> if this is not already chaotic enough. I I think it takes time to process these changes, and I also think it's not fair for us to put almost a time limit on how long it should take us to get through to process a transition or a change. I think many times we just naturally think like, oh, you know, I graduated college and moved states and started a job, like that's the transition. And after all of that is done and the job has started and you're working, you kind of think to yourself, okay, I, I should be done now with this transition. I should have it all figured out. And we don't really think realistically about these periods of change and actually give ourselves the time it takes to process them. Like just because, you know, it all happened super quickly, you graduated, you moved, you started working, whatever that transition may look like for you, it doesn't mean you need to just be completely done processing that transition once the job starts or once you move into that apartment and get all your furniture in there. Like, yeah, you're starting that new chapter, but that doesn't mean that 
you are done going through the change that it took to get there. The change is not just this one-time event. That The event definitely is part of the change, but I think there's this whole other layer of processing that accompanies a transitional period that we don't really talk about a lot. And I want to talk about it today, and I want to do so by kind of just making that first point that I don't think there should be a time limit that we put on ourselves or on anyone else for navigating a change in life especially a change as big as graduating college when we have been going to school our whole life. It's not like we're just moving from a job to a job. We're moving from something we did our entire life to something completely new that we probably have never done or have very limited experience doing. So whatever it is though for you, I hope that I can at least be a little voice of reason for you to not put that pressure on yourself, not let other people put any pressure on you for when you should be kind of done processing a change or navigating a transition. Because I think for a lot of us, it's natural for this to take a while and to try and suppress that and, you know, just kind of move on with our lives, especially after a huge change like graduating college. It's just not realistic and it actually ends up hurting us in the long run. I've done that a lot where I just kind of expect myself to be fine and to just move forward without any issues and I don't properly reflect. I don't really allow myself to process any negative emotions that come my way. I kind of just push them aside or push them deep down and say, nope, not today. I am going to have a good day. And, you know, sometimes that's good, but when it comes to navigating change, those negative emotions, those struggles that you have are going to come back to bite you if you don't deal with them and take the time to process them. I also know, though, it's not always possible for you to necessarily process the changes you're going through 24-7. I mean, if you just started a new job, it's not like you can just sit at work and, you know, cry all day about not being in college anymore. Or, you know, if you're going through any kind of change, you can't just sit there and think about what your life used to look like or, you know, how things have changed for the better or worse. Like you actually do have to live your life and do your job or go to school or whatever it is. I get that. But I also want you to know that, you know, outside of those times when you have to be working or going to school, it's okay to sit with yourself, sit with your thoughts and, you know, allow yourself to go through the change, even if it has been months or years in the past. Going along with that, just to kind of bring my own story into this, I guess, I'll give you a little example, not to make it all about me, but <laughs> I definitely, this most recent change that I went through slash am still going through with graduating, it was a change that I was very, very excited for, for a very long time. I mean, honestly, since I got to college, I was ready to graduate college. It, that sounds bad, but I just felt very ready to get on to this next phase of my life by the time I graduated. And that certainly has made this transition a lot easier for me than some people because there were a lot of things that I knew that I wasn't really going to miss about college, or at least I thought I wasn't going to miss. And just kind of having that mindset of, you know, putting the past in the past, it definitely has helped me a lot in this phase of life I'm going into right now. But I also think that I 
in a weird way, held myself to some standards that because I felt excited and ready to graduate, that I really couldn't have any negative feelings toward this change that I was going through. Because I was so excited to graduate, like, if I struggled at all, like, how could I? I was excited. Like, the two can't coexist in my mind, you know? Like, I I just held myself to the standard of, you know, I'm going to have this amazing life once I graduate and that's going to be it and there won't really be any side effects of that. I I didn't really say that to myself, but I think deep down in my mind, I was kind of uh, programming myself to believe like, oh, this is going to be some perfect transition because I'm excited about it. And like I said, the excitement and feeling so prepared to graduate has ultimately overridden any negative emotions I've had toward this whole experience. But I think I've also struggled because when those negative emotions do come up, when I do have those hard days and when I do struggle with, you know, being in this new phase of life, I I have to kind of get over that, I guess, standard I set for myself of not being able to have any of those emotions because those negative emotions do come up. I I can be excited to be out of college, but still experience sadness sometimes, still experience loneliness sometimes, and all these other emotions that are not necessarily positive. And I think when I graduated, I thought, oh yeah, those emotions are going to be gone. Now that I'm graduated and starting a new life, it's just going to be great. And (laughs) I was kind of denying myself the opportunity to even experience any struggles uh, that could come with this transition, which inevitably there are going to be hard emotions that we have to go through. And for me, as someone who was so excited about this transition, that was something I wish I would have remembered a little bit more because now, you know, five months down the line, I'm starting to realize, okay, Meredith, you really you do have some more negative emotions or struggles you're going through in relation to this transition that you need to sit down and process. And that's okay. And it's taken me this long to finally get to that point where I can sit here and say, like, yeah, I am experiencing some challenges with this as well as some positive emotions. And that's okay. And I accept that. But if I would have just been maybe a little more realistic from the get-go and said, hey, you know, I'm super excited. There's no changing that. But if and when hard times come throughout this transitional period, I'll, I'll be ready to kind of process those. And I won't beat myself up for not being happy and excited and grateful 100% of the time, um, which of course I am always grateful. But, you know, having that in the forefront of my mind is not always achievable for me because I do have these negative emotions that sometimes take over my brain. <laughs> anyway, like I said, I am trying not to ramble, but I am definitely rambling. So, I hope some of this is making some kind of sense, but I just wanted to add that little anecdote in there because if you too have gone through a transition where maybe you were feeling very positive emotions going into it, uh, I, I think it's equally, if not more important to provide space for yourself to experience those negative or challenging emotions as well, because unfortunately, I think they do arise in any 
situation, any transition, just because it's a period of change. And I think change is hard for anyone in different ways, of course, and some people handle it much better than others. But at the end of the day, change is hard just because it's different. So if you don't allow yourself to go through all of the emotions that come with it and, you know, to go through them at whatever time they come up, even if it's months or years down the line, then you're really doing yourself a disservice, I think, uh, because that's something that's held me back a little bit. And now that I'm realizing the importance of, you know, tackling these challenging emotions and allowing myself to process them, I'm feeling honestly more freed up in my life. You you would think like by taking time to process negative emotions that I would be feeling more tired, more drained, you know, just in a more negative headspace. When in reality, I feel more empowered and actually more confident in my ability to handle just the daily challenges coming up in my life. Because if I can really sit in the challenge that is this transition between college and work, I can I can handle anything, right? I mean, that's what I try to think because that helps me get through. But I just am saying all of that so that you know if you're going through a change and you're having trouble really allowing yourself to go through those more challenging emotions, it's not as bad as you think and it's going to leave you feeling better off. I can tell you that if your experience is anything like mine. So that kind of leads me into my second point, which is, essentially what I just said, allowing yourself to accept the positive and negative emotions of a transitional period will actually help you get through a tough transition more effectively. That's what's happening for me just in these past several weeks. And I I can assume that it would apply to you. I can't say that 100% certainly, but I would encourage you to try because what's the worst that can happen, right? I mean, you realize that, you know, processing negative emotions is doing you no good, then okay, don't listen to me and go back to what you were doing if it is working better. But if you do choose to try accepting any emotions that come up relating to the change you're going through, I would emphasize that acceptance looks different for everyone and whatever way that works the best for you to process is is okay. Like, I think it's valid and there's no right or wrong. Just like there's no right or wrong time period to feel like you're going through a transition, there's no right or wrong method of processing your emotions and dealing with the transition you're going through. I think it's just, you know, easy to compare ourselves to everyone else when it comes to going through a transition like graduating college, starting a job, stuff like that. But honestly, we all have our own preferences. We were all built differently and we all have, you know, processing methods, I guess, that work better for us uh, that might not work for someone else. So to try and look at what other people are doing or not doing to get through a similar transition, it's just, it's never done me any good, especially because honestly, no one is out there showing off the processing of negative emotions that come up when thinking about a change. Like on social media, that's not what people are typically talking about. People are, you know, posting 
photos from their new job or on a vacation or at their new college and they look super happy and they're having fun and as far as you know like they're taking this change super well and you on the other hand are sitting in your room stressing out because you don't know what you're doing and that's not the truth okay so social media is not reality don't compare yourself and when it comes to how you go through this transition that is dangerous because no one's going to show you what they're really doing to navigate a transition in their life because a lot of it is very personal and it's very uh, much something that you have to define for yourself. So no comparing, find a method of processing and acceptance that works for you. Some people are very internal processors and they do best when they take time for themselves to really process the change going on in their life. Writing things down, journaling, just getting it all out on paper is a great way to, you know, do a brain dump and get all of your thoughts and feelings out of your head and onto paper. Um, Reading books, listening to podcasts about different things you're going through in life or emotions you're experiencing. I mean, there are so many podcasts and books out there that relate specifically to big life changes like graduating or, you know, starting a family probably. I mean, I don't know. I have not done that one, so I don't know. Uh, But, you know, starting a new job, whatever big transition you're going through, I know there are resources out there because I listen and read and look for those resources all the time. I, you know, there's probably content on my podcast to help with some of those things because I've been going through a lot of transitions just over the past several years and I talk about those on my podcast. So if you are definitely more internal and you prefer to just kind of go through some of those tougher emotions alone and allow yourself the time to individually process, then that's awesome. And just setting aside time every day, every week, whenever works for you to uh, really let those thoughts and feelings out and just allow yourself to feel them in the first place, that's huge. And I think there's nothing wrong with doing that by yourself. But I also know a lot of people are very external processors and they love having other people around them to talk things through with, that can be super effective too. And sometimes talking about something you're going through with someone else is a very quick and easy way to realize that you're not alone or that, you know, you're not crazy. If if you tend to go in these negative spirals and think, you know, oh my gosh, no one else is going through this. Oh my gosh, I'm going crazy. Like this is not how I should be feeling. Then talking to someone else you trust about the situation is probably the quickest way to hopefully realizing that, hey, it's okay. So if you feel like you would benefit from that and you can think of someone in your life who would hopefully be very accepting and uh, willing to talk to you about it, maybe give advice or just be there to support you, whatever it is, I would definitely suggest doing that as well. Now, I will say from my experience, whatever method you decide to go for when it comes to processing this big change, And you can use multiple methods, obviously. It's whatever works for you. It's very personal. But whatever you choose to do, it's going to 
feel uncomfortable. At least that's what happens to me when I sit down and start writing about how I'm feeling. When I sit down with another person and start talking about how I'm feeling, it's just it's not always fun, especially when the feelings are not the best because it requires us to be super vulnerable and vulnerability is a scary emotion. It's something I don't think any of us really share enough of. Um, hence the very fake world we live in with social media with, uh, okay, don't even get me started on that, but you know what I mean? It's, but I get it. It's hard to be vulnerable. Um, but it's also, a sign of bravery and courage and all these positive, amazing things. And all of those positive things are what really allow us to move forward. So if we can't be vulnerable with ourselves or with others or both, it's going to be much harder for us to really move forward from wherever we were in the past to this new chapter that we're entering now. And you know, again, we might think it's easier to just brush things under the rug if we ever feel a negative emotion come up toward our past, toward the the college experience we had, or toward this life we're living now and how it's different than where we used to be. Like, yeah, it might feel easier to just kind of push that negative feeling aside, but I promise from experience, I know it's just going to come up later and probably present itself in a more disgusting way honestly <laughs> i i couldn't think of any other word but disgusting because things do build up and that little negative emotion you might be feeling now it might be little it might seem harmless but if you don't take care of it it's gonna it's gonna blow up and it's not gonna be pretty and then it's gonna be so much harder to tackle it because instead of just being a little nagging feeling it's gonna be a whole problem <laughs> so i don't mean to scare anyone um I'm kind of scaring myself, honestly, because I don't want that to happen to me, but <laughs> I'm just trying to remind all of us, like, hey, when we're feeling these negative things, we got to deal with them, okay? I'm, I'm telling myself that, Meredith. You got to deal with your problems. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> I'm going to move in to my last point about navigating transitional periods, and it does really play off of everything I've been saying, but it's just the importance of thinking forward and not backwards. I think it's so tempting for us when we are moving from one place to the next to constantly have this backwards thinking mind of, oh, you know, like this was my experience. This is what happened. And, you know, if it was a really good experience, we're going to be just like thinking about how awesome things were and how we wish it didn't have to end. And we might get sad about our current situation because the past was just so great. Or, you know, maybe it was not such a great experience, but we keep getting ourselves into these negative thought patterns of how bad it was and how terrible, you know, it made us and all this stuff. Either way, it's very easy to just look in the past and really take reflection to a new level because I think reflecting on the past is healthy, but when we obsess over it and when we allow it to stop us from moving forward, that's when things get a little bit dangerous. So as an example, I would just say it's really important when going through a period of change to think about what the last chapter can teach you 
so that you can move forward into this next period with a little more ease. So not just looking at the past and reflecting and saying like, this is what happened. This is how good or how bad it was. And, you know, letting that affect your emotions now. No, no, no. We're going to take it a step further and really put the, the action into reflection and Think about what you can learn from that experience, whether it was good or bad, whatever it was. There's always something we can learn. Even if we're moving into a completely different chapter, I think we all have stuff that we learned during our past chapter that we can apply to this next one, even if it shows up differently. So I'll just kind of end this off with another little personal experience that goes toward this point. Um, This is something I've really been reflecting on a lot in the past few weeks. And it actually makes me kind of sad, but I'm going to try not to put the sadness into it today because we want to stay positive while, of course, accepting our negative emotions. Okay. See, I'm already catching myself. I'm like, no, Meredith, it's okay to be sad. It's okay to accept the negative emotions. Um, But of course, I don't want that to (laughs) rule this episode. So I'm just going to say this kind of experience and move forward. But For me in college, um, something that I have realized I did not put enough focus into was my overall health. So I just really didn't focus on my holistic health as much as I should have throughout college um, because I was very focused on my academics, on getting a job, on just different metrics of success that I never really tied to how I was doing personally. I think my definition of success has kind of been skewed in a kind of unhealthy way over the past several years because I found success a lot in my grades and in, you know, my internships and in all of these things that on paper looked great, but they didn't always leave me feeling the best. Um, And I think if you uh, are kind of a high achiever or a perfectionist or just, you know, are kind of around me, you probably know what that's like. Um, And it's not always fun. But anyway, I didn't really focus on my health as much as I should have in college. There were definitely periods where, you know, I focused a lot on my physical health. I was working out a lot. I was eating right. But my mental health definitely took a back seat and got pushed to the side. Um, And then there were other times when my physical health took a beating too. And I just didn't really take care of myself in that sense. Because to me, I felt like I just always needed to be studying or working or doing something that would beef up, up my resume and help me you know, move forward and have a great life and make money and be successful in all of these ways that did not have to do <laughs> with my actual health. And, you know, I, I think it's kind of sad to think back and look at that, but it's also like, you know what, the past is in the past. Um, however, I have been reflecting a lot on my kind of lack of focus toward my health especially as I kind of go through this period now where I'm seeing doctors, I'm actually maybe going to get answers on some health issues I've been feeling for years and years. (laughs) Like, whoa, what a concept, right? But it made me realize, you know, if I had just spent a little more of my time in college thinking about my health and just taking time to really 
go and seek out answers instead of just kind of pushing things to the side or feeling like, you know, oh, like, this is just me being stressed. This is just, you know, whatever. Like, I would always kind of attribute any health issues I had to my stress or just to not getting enough sleep. And it was just all stuff that I was like, oh, yeah, you know, that's just college for you. Like, there's nothing I can really do about that if I want to, you know, get a good GPA or whatever, (laughs) which, you know, in hindsight, that's really not a healthy way to think. But I, I did that. And by kind of foregoing some of my health issues, I guess, in college, I'm kind of paying for it now when, you know, I could have saved myself months or years of, you know, feeling badly or having whatever's going on build up into whatever it is now. I, I am so general because I literally don't know what it is that's going on with me, but, um, I'm hoping I have answers soon. And once I do, I'll tell you for sure, but it's just kind of this overall health thing that I'm trying to get through here to you is that I have really realized that focusing on my holistic health is a huge priority for me moving forward. Um, obviously I want to succeed at work in terms of, you know, meeting performance goals and things like that. And I still have that high achiever in me who naturally does gravitate toward finding my achievement and my performance at work. And that's just something that is going to be there. And I don't think that's bad and at its core, but I really am committed to adding health as a metric of almost success for me because that's kind of how I have to view it in order for me to actually give it attention. If I view health as like success or, you know, at least taking care of myself as success, then I'm more likely to follow through with it. I don't know if that makes sense, but um, regardless, I just really have learned from my college experience that because I didn't focus on my health as much as I should have, I'm going to make up for it now and really start focusing on it from here on out because I do not want to go through another situation where I just do not think about my health, physical or mental, and then let it build up and have to deal with it as a much bigger problem down the line. Uh, So that's kind of just my example of using my past experience in college, which happened to be kind of negative and taking a big learning from it and applying it to this new chapter. Um, And in that way, it kind of almost becomes a positive because even if it was a negative experience, I am using it now to better myself and make the rest of my life a little bit easier. And so you can do that too. I think we all have different things and that's just one thing. Like I have so many things that I learned in college that I'm trying to apply to my life now. So I think we all have our own stuff and sorry, my watch just banged the table. So if you heard that, that's why I was getting a little too heated, I guess, about this conversation. Um, anyway, I think that's my cue to wrap up because this has already been going on far longer than I intended. And that is probably due to my rambling because that's what I do. But if you made it this far, thank you for listening. And I hope that this gave you a little bit of just, I I don't want to say inspiration because like, yeah, that would be great. But more than anything, I just want you to know that if you're going through a period of change or transition, or you will be in the future, 
you are not alone. If you're feeling like, you know, maybe there's a lot more to this than you thought. Maybe you're not uh, necessarily getting through this change as quickly as you thought. Maybe there are negative emotions coming up that you didn't expect. Whatever it is, I want you to know you're not alone. It's hard out there. <laughs> Whatever change you're going through, it's not easy. Change is not easy. I, I'm just going to come out and say it. I don't do very well with change typically. That's definitely a weakness that I'm trying to work on um, because once I kind of get into a routine and get into a structure for my life, when it changes, I have trouble adapting sometimes. So I'm working on that and talking about it like this is one way that I'm trying to get better at handling it. And I hope that you can take some tips from this episode to help yourself get through whatever you're going through right now too. As always, if you would like to chat more about this, hit me up on Instagram at underscore genuine girl underscore. I would love to chat with you in the DMs and help you out however I can and just kind of be there as a friend if nothing else because we're all going through it together and it's all going to be okay. But just give yourself grace through this time. That's literally in the title of the episode, and I didn't even say that, but give yourself grace. Allow yourself to feel all of the emotions that are coming with this change. Don't put a time limit on it, and just do what you got to do. Oh, and don't forget to be genuine, and I think that's it. Okay, (laughs) I'm going to let you go, but have a great rest of your day, a great week ahead. You got this. I believe in you, and I will talk to you next Sunday. Bye. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. Don't forget to rate and review the podcast. And if you're really feeling kind, give me a follow on Instagram and TikTok at underscore genuine girl underscore. See you next week.